Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. There is a place where time stands still. Where nature is harsh and demanding. Where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. And good morning everybody, this is Annie for our pre-Easter showreel which is looking at Australian film industry and things that go on within it. Now, uh, one of the things that are going on at the moment is that uh, the industry is calling for Australian uh, content and uh, we'll probably uh, follow that up. They've uh, just released a... uh, Mia, their uh, union, has uh, just uh, brought an open letter to the government uh, signed by... uh, well-known uh, performers, Australian performers and art, um, and others attached to the uh, film industry around uh, Australian content and tax laws that would encourage uh, homegrown uh, made stuff. But I'll give you more information about that in a variety of different forms, I think. Uh, but today what we're going to focus on is a film called uh, Where Are the Listers? I had a chat with the director, Eddie Martin. It is a documentary about the very well-known, internationally famous Australian street artist called Anthony Lister. It's a very interesting film in its own right, quite besides the content, the uh, focus, which uh, many people might go to see because uh, Anthony Lister himself is a very quite a famous person within his uh, uh, orbit. Uh, but the film itself is quite a fascinating piece of work as well. Uh, also, I should tell you, while uh, we've got time, that uh, there's a film coming up called Grimmel, which is uh, obviously a, uh, a biography, really, of Grimmel, a filmic biography doc- documentary, um, and uh, it's about the fabulous uh, Indigenous artist Grimmel, who died tragically earlier this year, Uh, and um, the film is coming out on April the 25th. Now, uh, we've got uh, some um, buy one, get one free cards if you're interested, so you can give us a call on 94198377 and we can send them out to you. So leave your name and uh, leave your address and we'll send you out a buy one, get one free for later in the month. Okay, so let's get on with... uh, Eddie Martin and his uh, delicious documentary, Where Are the Listers? Talking to Eddie Martin, who's just made a film about Anthony Lister, which is called... Have you seen the list? 
How did you get to make this film? Was it did uh, Anthony come to you? Because Anthony is a very well known artist. He's a, a very well known street artist, but a, an artist in general. So, how did you? How did this film come about? Well, I had made a couple of documentaries in the past and had the opportunity to make another documentary. I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to make another documentary, and I was inspired to make an arts documentary, and. What I find so fascinating about art or good art or great art is when we connect with a bit of art or, or you know, it, 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 we have, it's really hard to articulate, but the response that we have internally is inspiration, excitement, motivation, all of these kind of incredible feelings just literally through a picture that is so overwhelming to us as humans, we... People spend huge amounts of money just to purchase them, to have in well, front they're, of them. Well, they're, they're, they're more than art then. They become product. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Like I mean, they enter straight magical... into... Well, they're mainlining into uh, commercialism, aren't they? Yeah. And for me, I wanted to make a film that kind of cut through to see the kind of hard work and sacrifice that goes into someone being able to create one of these works. Yep. Um, being Australian, I wanted to tell a story about an Australian artist. And contemporary. And contemporary. And I'd obviously heard of Anthony's work. I was aware that he was coming quite prolific and he does have an impact on the cultural landscape. And he's great. Yeah. I mean, he's a great artist. Yeah. And so I... Mean, I he's very effective. Yes, yes. And he's very passionate about... And also, know, he is a master of the entrepreneurial. Yes, yes. He's a good hustler. Yeah. Yes. And he comes up with ideas that places him into a, a, a commercial context. And yes. And has an effect on people in the way you're talking about. Yes. So it's like theater. Yes. And so approaching Anthony. So you did the approach. Yes, I actually did the approach because we knew some similar people. Um Do you come from Queensland? No. No, I don't. But <laughs> but um I have spent time there. So you went into the deepest darkest interior <laughs> the of deepest, Queensland darkest depths of a repressed state. And but what's kind of amazing about the repressed state is they've created these. It's so repressed that if you think of like something, something like a band like the Saints came out of that. I or, know. Yeah, or a creative like Anthony came out of that because of that. Just because of that repressed nature, they kind of explode. They bloom. Yeah. 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 I know. Um, so anyway, it was yeah. We got to talking. He knew some of my previous films, which was great, and you know we both would have liked to work together and spent some time, got to know one one another. And when we kind of hit that point of, you know, discussing working together and, and making a film, he presented me with this huge crate of hard drives of all this home what, video uh, and everything that he you, documented. Yeah. And we're talking like 12 terabytes, huge amount of files that I didn't know existed at the time. And it was kind of like when he presented that and said, would you be interested in this? Could this help? I was like, 
yeah, this is amazing. That's one of the, that's uh, cut in there, Eddie. That's one of the incredible strengths of this film. That first part of the film is probably one of the most delicious versions of an intimate diary I think I've ever seen. It must have worked. How did you actually get that to happen? I mean, I know you had the material. Well, firstly, thank you for that. It's so incredibly positive to hear that. But, yeah, it was just a case of he had literally captured decades, uh, the beginning of his career, the, the birth of his children, all the way up to growing into teenagers. So, you know, it was kind of like, wow, he, you know, this is a story about a young father and a young family, um, which is incredibly powerful. And we all can relate to that. So, you know, we're able to connect on a human level. But f- the, but getting back to the practicalities of, of working, it was just kind of mining through the material and then kind of finding those moments that we so, could... So the credit for the... I can't remember her name, but the credit for the person who did the editing and the other... Joanna kind, Scott. Scott, yeah. She did a... She's fantastic. Yeah, a fabulous And her job. first long-form outing. Right, okay, yeah. So tell me about that process. Well... What did you do? Well, it's when, you, when you're making an archival-based doc, you need a longer edit period, obviously, because you're, you're, you're constructing the story through the archival as opposed to going out and shooting material. And, and this is kind of a, a recent thing because video cameras kind of became household products in, some might say, 70s, probably 80s more so. It's kind of like this new thing now where people have unwittingly documented. But he's also, uh, Anthony, and he it's almost like he sweated, sweats image. Yeah. Well, and while children, he's painting, he'll take photos, he'll set a video camera up in the corner, he'll be making some music. That. He's just constantly yeah. creating, creating, creating. I mean, it's not boring flat shots. These are really interesting. And the kids do it too. Yes, yes. Yeah, like pick up the camera, Lola, and, and, and move you know, back so you can get the whole shot. Yeah, yeah, and it's a kind of incredibly creative environment yeah. for the kids. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Let's just paint the walls. You know, it's so what it's you basically get is this sort of tapestry of life. Yeah, yes, I think so, and that's great. It's great to hear that because I, I, for me, that's what's so beautiful about this picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So continue. I interrupted. Tell me about what you did with the edit. I really am, really. I was so impressed with the first part oh, of this film. Oh, that's great. Well, essentially, it's right. Get to know the story for me, the plays, how I want to tell the story, and then literally map out a kind of traditional structure, or you know how you want to tell the story, and then. So once we've kind of got the story down, then it's like, okay, let's find the material to support the storytelling. So let's find the material to build that actuality at that point in time in Mm. his journey. And, you know, when you've got 750,000 files, literally, you just have a team of people, right, we need to find, you know, this shot of so-and-so around this period and then you trawl through and, and essentially try to find the supporting material, and you build from there. Yeah, well, that's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, 
It's uh, the film has got this fabulous rollicking nature in the first part of it, and it has it really mirrors and is an emotional roller coaster for the person watching it as much as I presume the people who lived it. Uh, the the fact that you were able to get Annika, his uh, former wife, to involve herself really tells you something about the connection and uh, the nature of this narrative too. Yeah, and it was really key for us to hear that side of the story and it's the side of the story we don't hear often enough, if ever, and that is the supportive other half and the realities for them. I mean, I must say, being an older person, I'm sitting there watching and I'm thinking, oh, well, I hope it continues to be as happy as this. But I, having <laughs> lived experience, I wasn't surprised that it came to a rocky end. Uh, but also, it's it's a very interesting analysis of, and it's very honest too. Uh, I mean, in the sense that he'll look back at this, Anthony Lister will look back at this film, I'm sure, and have lots of food for thought for later in his life because he is the age he is and the work he does is magnificent. He's a magnificent artist and you really portray that in such a terrific way. Uh, even da- uh, But it, there will be f- uh, points that he'll go, you know, where he acts like a sulky child and uh, thinks that his uh, previous wife has done him wrong. And you're sort of thinking, but what about the practicalities of this situation, man? <laughs> so I'm, I'm really, he's going to be impressed by this as well. But I, I find it really fascinating that the people who are involved are so uh, kind, in, in a sense, generous to express all this in your documentary. Because this is very public. It's almost like one step away from reality TV. Yeah, I mean, you have to be so brave. Anyone who's willing to be a documentary subject is at the core of all of it. I mean, you have to to put yourself out there like that is incredible. But Annika's an artist. And the kids. Yeah, she's an artist in her own right. And they're, and they're, all, they're all so incredibly giving and trusting. And, you know, the fact that they were all willing to, to go there and be so raw and brutally honest about their their stories, incredibly powerful. I think so too. Uh, I was really impressed. Dear listeners, the annual Good Friday charity radiothon of the Australian Medical Aid Foundation will kick off from 9am to 6.30pm on Friday the 30th March. 3CR is dedicating its media space to support this noble cause. Therefore, 3CR's regular program will not be on air during this time. The funds raised from this 10-hour radiothon will be utilized to supply medical aid, equipment, training, patient-centered care programs and resources to those affected by 30 years of war in the north and east of Sri Lanka. You too can become a generous partner by calling us on 039419. 8377 during the radiothon on 30th Friday to donate towards this wonderful initiative. My name is Pat Bisk. I'm a documentary filmmaker. I've made lots of films like Rocking the Foundations, For All the World to See, Love Marriage in Kabul, uh, and many more. Show your love. Subscribe today to 3CR. 
Yes, you're on 3CR and you're on Showreel with Annie and we're having a yarn with Eddie Martin who is the director of Have You Seen The Listers? Uh, it's funny, you know, it's a combination uh, uh, title and for some reason or other I have done every permutation like uh, Where Are The Listers? Uh, have You Seen The Listers? Is just seems to uh, slip away from me. Anyway, the film is called Have You Seen the Listers? And it's going to be uh, started a uh, short screening uh, in uh, Melbourne starting April the 5th. Uh, uh, you'll hear the details a bit later on. Also, don't forget that there's a film called Gurumul and it's going to be showing on April the 25th and it's a documentary about uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. G. Yunapingu, who died tragically of uh, kidney failure earlier in the year. Um, if you're interested in uh, uh, buy one, get one free ticket, give us a call on 94198377. Let's continue with our chat with Eddie Martin. The other thing, of course, uh, in the guts of the film are some, um, a lot of stuff about art uh, of course, but uh, one of the things, that, and it's very punk in its uh, appreciation, I, I come more from the 80s punk period, so I recognised a whole range. I mean, they might have thought that the way they were living was new, but actually it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a secret, I'll tell you now, aloud. <laughs> but um, it's great to see it, uh, actually. Uh, great to see this uh, world being actually m- realised. But uh, I mean, he was—he's a had a—he has a great ability to think big and step into the void, and that's quite extraordinary. Uh, and uh, use anything he can. I was really impressed by the oddity of the Brisbane Council and their—I actually shouted out in the cinema. I couldn't believe that they painted over. They called it graffiti, but it was magnificent murals. What was wrong with them, do you think? I, <laughs> what was your impression I of that? I don't know why they're so... <laughs> Strange. Kind of, it's, it's, it's almost like a control thing. They want, like, state-sanctioned art. Uh, but With a frame. Yeah, which just doesn't... We all know that you That's need... That's so nutty. Yeah, spontaneous acts of creativity are really I mean, important. These, not, these aren't tags. These were amazing murals for free. Yeah. I know it's yeah, it's really crazy, and yeah. and it's but that's what's so great is that Anthony's out there testing their boundaries and pushing them and making them ask questions like yeah why are you painting over that? You know, well, it was interesting because he goes and makes a big overseas, but he then continually is drawn back to this hot house of uh, control, which is Brisbane, quite clearly. But as you say, it produces people of his nature. But he, he does talk about how he wants to give back to the society and community. It, it, I mean, he had a, tr- tr- a troubled childhood in a sense, but he had key people that that kept him uh, in a trajectory that took him to the art, like his gran and people like that, all important people. Uh, but it's almost like he doesn't even understand why these people have these rules. And is that did you find did you find that with him, like he like the thing about realizing that if he gets a um, a criminal record, he won't be able to go overseas. You know, it's like he doesn't realize how the world operates, but on another level, he's a master machine, uh, a machinist, you know, mechanist. 
Yeah, I mean, I just think it's so important that there's people like him out there that aren't scared to be arrested to go and do a painting, um, <laughs> <laughs> which just sounds absurd. But, uh, you know, they're were, they were locking essentially kids up in prison for acts of creativity. It's just You just can't get your head around it. Yeah, it's very peculiar, isn't it? And um, it's like... Uh it was definitely a stoush between the Liberals and the Labor at a council level. So, and then they sacrificed people on that altar, basically. Yeah. yeah it was pretty grim. But anyway, it's documented in... Um, have you seen have the you listers? Have you seen the listers? Have you seen the listers? Sorry, I don't know why I get it wrong. There's so many letters. Um, ha- have you seen the listers? And that's, in fact, something that you probably divulge to the audience that these are the listers. I mean, it's quite quite an extraordinary film that you've done, I'd have to say. Thank you so much. That's so incredibly positive to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's... Uh, what has been the reaction from other people? Because it's so personal. Yeah, it, it's, it's incredibly personal. And what I has found interesting in the screenings, people will relate to their own life experiences, be it you know, being from a broken home, uh, you know, your parents splitting up, uh, your, your, you know, your partner uh, support, you know, having such an incredibly supportive partner. I mean, there's just so many different levels there. You know, as we all know, families are complicated mm. but kind of beautiful Mm. And <laughs> well, um, with the narrative, did you have long interviews with the different people uh, at different times? I mean, with Anthony, you obviously had access to Anthony, and uh, did you have parts of it already created and then ask him to talk talk to the images or the story or what? Not really. It was more of a case of just doing recording sessions and just letting him talk and tell his story, and then kind of once that had unfolded and then we were able to fashion Link it, it into his journey. And and at the end, we, we, we meet up to present day. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause it, cause it's, uh, so then it's, so pairing the images with the narrative uh, voices is more musical than most people would give it credit. It's quite musical in its concept. You know, you're creating a, a lyrical uh, uh, accompaniment to the visuals. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Well, that's great. Yeah, which is very interesting, and it works really well, and it's anchored very sharply. Has it gone overseas yet? Yes, we have. We're really fortunate to have a great international sales agent. We've uh, it's just played at the Rotterdam Film Festival, which is incredible. How did that go? Really well. I couldn't. I mean, it's such an Australian story, and it's got so much Australiana in it. I really wasn't sure if it would translate, but it did. And yeah, it was right. Amazing. Did you go? Did you go? Yes, I did. I was And what was the audience be... reaction? Very, very strong. I think people, again, can connect on that human level, whether you're a, a son, daughter, father, mother, you know, it's all in there. So they really responded. And, I, and you know, it's it's fascinating to see, you know, some people have empathy for Anthony and others Oh, dislike him exactly, and you know it's kind of, and I think that's really fascinating too. You know, Um, so they're extremists. 
It, but yeah. human, humans are extremists. Very few yeah. of us go, we either go one way or the other. You, we feel that we've got to have a positive or negative. Mm. But in actual fact, uh, um, this film is much more complicated than that. Yeah, and it's great to have someone in Rotterdam going, damn you, Brisbane City Council. <laughs> <laughs> It was so. <laughs> That's great. So, where is it going now? Well, we've just been invited to uh, a film festival in Toronto called Hot Docs, which yes, is exciting. And we've got our limited cinema run on April fifth here in Australia. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how we we go. There there are whispers of uh, Netflix, which would be fantastic to get well our then. little Aussie film. Uh, out there in the world on on such a huge platform, so well, you're on the wave of Anthony Lister, no doubt. But the film itself stands up on its own. It's a, I mean, yes, the subject's an important subject, but the actual filmmaking is incredibly interesting because it's it's a tight weave, um, uh, sort of. Um, Mosaic or something. It's 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 quite clever, very well done, and it's worth going to see purely for the film's sake. I'd say, tell them tell them the name of the film. Tell them where it's going to be on. It's uh, called Have You Seen the Listers? Playing at Cinema Nova, and in the City Palace Cinemas. Yes. Oh, it will be Kino. Kino Palace Kino. Correct. Yeah, cool. Yes. Great. April five, and we, we I think we're probably. Being a doco, probably only be on for a week or two. So please come and support a little Aussie doco. Thanks very much for talking to me, Eddie. Thank you. Hi, I'm David Bradbury, activist filmmaker and proud of it. And any time I'm in Melbourne, I love to do an interview with 3CR and uh, bring you folk up to speed with what I'm doing in different parts of the globe or in, in my own, own turf in Australia. It's really important that we have community radio and that you support it and you get out behind 3CR and the events that they promote and to keep you informed against the uh, mainstream media that wants us to keep our eyes shut and to go back to bed. And you might decide that you want to go to the Marxist conference this this, uh, weekend, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or you might be doing any old thing over the holiday, or you let's hopefully you're having holiday, you may not be, you might be the hard-working people who don't get a holiday on the weekend, uh, the Easter break, but anyway, if uh, you're not and you're going somewhere, have a happy and safe uh, Easter break. Uh, we're going to go out with a song by Dr G. Yunapingu. Uh, reminding you that there's a film about uh, Gurumul called Gurumul, uh, opening April the 25th. If you want a ticket, uh, buy one, get one free. You can give us a call. You've got a little window of opportunity, 94198377. Anyway, that's it. Coming up next is Published or Not. As I said, we're going to go out with a Yunapingu song.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.